Facts do not have opinions. Just don't let perfection be the enemy of the good. Self-love is really about self-respect and acceptance. Welcome to The Whole View. I'm Stacey Toth of Real Everything. I'm here each week to dive deeper into how we can find happiness and health inside and out through self-love, body positivity, and discovering new ways to be our best selves. I am so excited for this bonus show today with Simone Gordon, who is known on the internet and probably worldwide as the Black Fairy Godmother. Welcome to The Whole View, Simone. Thank you so much for having me this afternoon. I think that one of the best ways that we can become our best selves, and we actually have shared scientific studies on the show previously about how much better people are in their own happiness and health when they help others. It's a fascinating concept, Harvard studies, all kinds of stuff. And what I love about the work that you do is that it's very tangible and helping individual people through their specific needs. And it doesn't feel, oh, I'm nebulously giving money to an organization. I don't know who that's helping or how that's helping. And so I personally have been following you and participating in your work for years. But for people who, if you don't know Simone's work, she's been on the Kelly Clarkson show, countless public media like the New York Times, Raid Magazine, Good Morning America. The Webby Awards, Hollywood Reporter, People Magazine podcast, or maybe you just saw her shared from your favorite influencer stories. I know I've shared a lot of the things that you do. And I wanted to share that today because you're working on a Mother's Day project that is really near and dear to my heart. I am the mother of four teenagers, one of whom is a foster child who has had a very traumatic upbringing. And to see that there's an opportunity to provide self-care and fulfilling wishes for caretakers who are marginalized and need someone to take care of them for a change was something I could really kind of understand and wanted to support on a broader way than just like my own participation. So I'm excited. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you started your foundation to support those who need it, which, if I'm not mistaken, kind of exploded during the pandemic. Is that correct? Is that when things got wild for you? <laughs> yeah. My name is Simone Gordon, and I'm known as the Black Fairy Godmother all over the world and the internet. I am a mother with a child with autism, and I'm recently a college graduate. After I lost my job in 2017, I lost my job and the right thing to do is you go to social service. It's your local social services office in your area. I went there. The people were very rude. And I explained to them I have a child with autism. They just didn't care. So everybody knows everything is black or white on the internet. But when in reality you're filling out these forms, it's a waiting game. So I couldn't wait. I went on to Facebook and I asked people, where can I get help? And numerous of family and friends were just posting where me and my son could get the help. And there was one Facebook friend said, there is a group that help marginalized women. You should join it and get the assistance. I joined the group. I introduced myself with a picture of me and my son, explained the situation. 
And these were just random strangers that I never met a day in my life. Some was from Washington, some was from New York, Pennsylvania, and one from California. I said, my son has been on the waiting list for Children's Specialized Hospital for therapy services for one year. So there was a woman who said, I don't have a lot of money, but I'm pretty good with writing nasty letters to corporate America. And we all left. And she did. You can use my care of services <laughs> at any time. <laughs> and she did. She did not have money, but she utilized what she can do, went on LinkedIn and wrote to the president of that hospital. And I got a call the same day and my son started therapy services less than 15 minutes. No, I just had like body goosebumps. I love that. And also it tells me like, as much as that's wonderful community care, it's also sad that when you went to the, get the services that were supposed to be supporting you in that way, it didn't. And we as a people have to come together and uprise and help one another out that way. When I say this woman wrote a two-page nasty letter, I was saying to myself, oh, I wouldn't be the one to get this type of letter. <laughs> she put statistics there, how a child, sh- a child especially, should not have to wait for health care in America. And then after that, there was another woman who said, hey, I love to shop at Target. What I could do is once a month, I could send you Depends on Wipes for your son. Because through my son's insurance, they do cover the pull-ups, but they are not feasible. You understand? They're covered, but they don't quite do justice to children with special needs. So she did that. She said, I'll do it for a year. And then there was another one who said, hey, you lost your job and you're 30 years old. What do you want to do with your life? I said, I always wanted to be a nurse. I love to help people. Why don't you go back to school while your son's in school? I said, I owe a bill. I owe $725 to my local community college because I dropped out of school in 2007 because I had to work. I had to work and provide for my family at the time because I was much younger and things got tight in the family. She said, okay, how about this? I will write a check to the community college. I will help you enroll online. And then you could go in mid-July or August and enroll into school. I said, ma'am, you don't even know me. She said, it's not about me knowing you. I believe in you. And I believe that a mother went on social media and fought for her son to get services to better his own life. So I want to better yours. How about you go to school? And I graduated last June with my degree in biology. And I'm going into public health nursing at Rutgers University. And I decided that day on when those women were helping me that I'm going to help women like me in the community and make awareness that we need to help one another instead of utilizing social media as just a gossip column. Because there are marginalized women out here who just need help. It's not all about money. You can write a letter. You can sit with a person who's elderly. You could go grocery shopping for somebody. You could buy somebody a textbook. We need it. There are not a lot of resources. And when I start putting the different rural areas that don't have resources on social media, all these celebrities just start coming on my platform giving. Some even opened up their own foundations. Some even had me speak on some of their workshops on what's going on 
with politicians and all these legislators. And that's how it began the Black Fairy Godmothers Foundation being this organization that is just making a way for families in need. I am tearing up at your story. I thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing it. I like your words speak so deeply to the good of people and the hope that we can have. I think like you said, there's not just gossip, but there's a lot of negativity on social media. I literally am I'm like the most emotional person. I like cry with joy all the time. It's I'm an empath. So sorry for the tears. It's um, fun. Sorry, not sorry, actually. I feel deeply that's not something to apologize for. But I'm wondering if you can tell us a little more about your foundation. I think like the backstory and how it got started is just so powerful. Like not only did you pay it forward, but like because those four women who helped you now think about how many thousands of women you've helped. And I just, I mean, it's incredible to me. And I'd love to know more specifically. I know it is a dot org. You're a nonprofit organization. One of the things I remember early on was you were working on getting your nonprofit at kind of the, I don't know if it, there was a peak for you in the pandemic or kind of an explosion, but I remember talking at some point and you were like, I'm working on it. <laughs> yes. So what happened was the pandemic hit. Now we will work the Black Fairy Godmother. We was already on Instagram, Facebook, all the celebrities were helping us out. But on March 20th, 2020, the world just changed. And instead of us getting 10 applicants a day, we got 250 applicants a day. And this was not just people who were marginalized. This was just everybody who were just asking for food. They were asking for food. They were asking for formula, toilet paper. We had people in England mailing toilet paper to people in America, mailing formula, mailing diapers, because I put that on my social media. I start becoming defeated. My staff was just 12 volunteers at the time. And we're like, we got to be creative. We can't handle this. I had my son who was at home and he's nonverbal. And 12 of my volunteers, they had to work from home. So it was a lot. So I went on social media. I said, listen, I need everybody to sign up Instacart accounts. I need people who are willing to drive to pick up prescriptions for the elderly. I just was just labeling so much stuff that people can do. And so many people signed up. There was one lady who drove an hour and 15 minutes to help an elderly woman who did not have groceries. Her heart medication was still at CVS. And I was happy that the woman did the interview. And she said out of her 44 years of living, that was her first time helping somebody. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's so powerful. How do you go about finding or vetting those who reach out to you? I think part of me in asking this question is like, you know what? People need help. It doesn't matter. Kind of like you said to the woman, like, why would you help me? You don't even know me. On the other hand, there's also the, the paranoid side of me. That's like, are people taking advantage of this kind work that you're doing? Since we are a 501c3, we have to follow the IRS protocols and guidelines. So on our website, the www.theblackfairygodmother.org, we have an application. On that application, we're not just asking for blood, but we're also asking what color is your grass outside of your house or apartment. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But we have to vet 
We want to know your name. We need your ID. We need legal documentation. No one gets the money. If your rent is past due, we have to send the payment directly to the company. We have to contact the company. We have to make sure they are legit. We have to make sure the house is legit. If you need food, we will send it to your address that's on your ID. You also have a show us a lease. So we vet people. There are some people who fill out the application and will just send us Photoshop pictures and we just toss the applications. We're very particular because of the fact that we are a 501c3. We want our donors to continue with the work and support our work. So it's best for us to vet this way. Before the pandemic, we were mutual aid, but being a 501c3 is totally different. It's a different ball game. And we want that transparency and we want to live up to our mission. Because of my story, this is the reason why the foundation is soaring and because of the angels and fairies who are supporting. So yes, they have to fill out the application. We need documentation. Without that, unfortunately, we are unable to assist What we can do is we can contact a local organization in your area who might tell you the same thing that Black Fairies tell you. They need documentation, but at least we'll let the family or the individual know that we're not going to leave them hanging. I love that. That's it's also interesting and amazing to know that's part of the process for the non profit designation from the IRS and to know that not just you and your work, but also when we're supporting all 501Cs, that there is a process to ensure that the money is being used in the way that the donors intend. So it's a win-win for all parties. And we don't get salary. My (laughs) team do not have a salary. A lot of people don't know that Black Fairy and her team, we're volunteers. You're we not don't have a salary for your time. We are not compensated for our time because of the fact that there's not a lot of funding that comes through a lot of marginalized organizations. We don't have a salary. No, we don't have a salary. That's why we're very transparent in what we do. Even when the accountant was doing the paperwork, he's like, This is crazy. You guys do not have a salary. You guys don't have a Mercedes Benz. You are just regular (laughs) volunteers from different all types of the world. Yeah, we don't collect a salary. One day we'll eventually get there. But no, everything we do is for the love of people right now. That's incredible. And I hope that in the near future, you can be rewarded for this incredible work that you're doing. I know you're already kind of getting emotional fulfillment from helping people, but this is work that you're oh, doing and taking of your time. And so it's hard to be a parent, especially of a special needs kid. You're going to school, like all of these things. Yet the work that you're doing full time um, is still volunteer work. I mean, that's just kudos to you for doing that and putting the money in the hands of people who really need it instead of taking a little bit for yourself. But I do hope part of my message in general, as always, that we need self-care. You can't take care of others if you're not taking care of yourself. So I do hope that you get to a place where you're able to take care of yourself financially as much as you are in other areas of your life. Yeah, we're working on a, a grant writer right now. On our website, we have something that's called the maintenance fund. 
So hopefully people will donate to that fund so that we're able to hire a grant funder who will be able to get resources to help our staff receive the deserving salary for us to take care of ourselves and our families as well. How much money do you need for the grant writer? If I'm understanding you correctly, you need money for the grant writer to then be able to write the grants so that you and some of your volunteers can get a salary? Yes. The grant writer is because we're a nonprofit and she loves the works that we're doing. She's asking for $5,000 and that will cover a year worth of grant writing for the organization and also getting resources for our staff to have salary. Okay. I'm hoping all of the listeners, myself included, are motivated to go do that because that's being able to pay it forward in in a multitude of ways. Like I love that you're doing it, not just a straight donation to take it, but it's so smart to then get a grant writer to get more income. And I'm going to go make a donation and listeners, I encourage you to do that. I know I didn't say it at the top, but you can find the Black Fairy Godmother.org. Also the Black Fairy Godmother official is where we would find all that information. But I'm not done talking to you. I wanted specifically to talk about the Mother's Day project that you're doing. And just to also to be clear, you do work beyond just assisting people of color. I know that you also work towards marginalized gender and the LGBTQ community. I have a trans non-binary kiddo whose biological mother is unhoused. And I think of all the different connections in the community that I know, I love that you are a broad rainbow of fairy godmother, right? Like you are a fairy godmother to all people who might need it, which I just love. Thank you. Thank you so much. All that said, the reason that I was wanting to have you on the show and to share with listeners was to talk about your Mother's Day project. And I don't know what you know about me, but I do a lot of work on self-care, as I mentioned, but also non-toxic living. So I don't know if you're aware, but women of color especially have a higher toxic load than most people. The products that are made and marketed to women of color are often contain higher toxins and also are just culturally insensitive, targeting things like European beauty standards, you know, all that kind of stuff. So one of the things that really connected to with me was this idea of wanting to take care of mothers. And I, instead of fulfilling like an Amazon wish list, would love to donate directly to those mothers so that they can have better, safer personal care products for themselves and their children. Because clean beauty is not accessible to most, especially those seeking the support that you offer. And yet, like at the dollar store and at Walmart and those kind of places, like there just aren't a lot of options. Yet those are the communities that are being exposed at a higher rate than most people. How can myself in our community insist in this endeavor. Like I literally, I have like 50 products that I want to get to you. Can I give you products? Can I send them to people directly? How can I help? You can send them to them directly. And I'm trying not to cry because we have been doing this Mother's Day campaign for five years because a lot of people don't understand is that some women in America, some may not think that it's true, but it is. A lot of women do not have beauty products. A lot of women don't have lotion. A lot of women don't have perfume. We even had some women over the past couple years ask for a bra or panties. Some women just want to feel good. These are everyday women who 
work at the grocery store, postwomen, crossing guards, just women in general. But because of their income, they can't afford it. It's either food on the table or I go to Walgreens or CVS and I buy my favorite facial cleanser. That $10 can go towards gas. So by you making that donation, we have some women who are currently in need. And for Mother's Day, all they want is to feel pretty, feel clean, and can walk to work the next day on Monday and look at other women and say, I'm just like you too. So that's why we do the Mother's Day campaign of these women picking five items that they would love for Mother's Day. That is self-care is something that will last them. And they'll make an Amazon or Target list. Some women put a candle, a book, a bra, a pack of underwears, a handbag that's under 60 bucks that's on sale, facial cleanser. We always had the women for some reason put like Noxzema or perfume or socks or a $10 shoe. These are things that we take for granted, but a lot of them don't have that. And this campaign has really changed a lot of women's lives where we had a lot of women talk about not to gross anyone out, but going without pads or tampons. Because pads and tampons are so expensive now, no one has 14 bucks to get those. So the campaign is mothers are going to always take care of their children for the rest of their lives. But we need to start taking care of the mothers who are actually working hard and just look to let people know that there's people who are body shaming mothers who don't have the proper underwear panty or don't smell very nice or their skin is not up to par. And we need to change that in America. We really do. And that's why I created this campaign it's called Adopt the Mom Treasure Campaign. You would go to the link in our bio or go to www.theblackcraigodmother.org, ways to give. You would click on Adopt the Mom. You will fill out your application. And then we would send you the link via email. And you will adopt the mom's list. Ask five of your friends if each one of them can buy an item. Most people would take the link, put it on their Facebook page. And I kid you not, either Facebook or IG, they say within a half an hour, the list is gone and the mother's wish is fulfilled. We had a woman who didn't have shoes in six years and a woman went to Macy's and bought her four pair in Tennessee. So yeah, this changes lives. And for you to donate your products, it really made me, made me emotional because so many companies are not doing that nowadays, but we need that. And these women will be grateful for you. Seriously. Well, I'm happy to, and I'm grateful for the work you're doing. It's the least that I can do. And I know our listeners are probably also wanting to help in some sort of way, either by supporting your maintenance fee for a grant writer or by adopting a mom or doing both. Maybe you support the grant writer and then you post the link on social to adopt a mom that I really wanted to make sure that I got this out to everybody because the work that you're doing is so incredible. I'm sitting here literally dripping tears. I can't stop them because I know how impactful it can be for just one person. Look at you. You got help 
you are one person and now the difference that you have made in so many people's lives. So I just want to thank you for everything you do and to know that it's all on your own time on top of being the mom of a special needs kid and going to school and doing everything you do. That's just incredible. And I hope you feel proud of yourself, but also know that you're an inspiration to people, not just those you're helping, but people like me who are seeing the work that you're doing and wanting to find our own way to participate as well. So thank you so, so, so much for being here today and for all the work that you do. And listeners, you can find Simone at theblackfairygodmother.org or on Instagram at theblackfairygodmotherofficial. And what I'll say about following Simone on Instagram is that you will find it hard not to find the joy in giving to other people because Simone will post regularly, I have an emergency situation. Do you want to help X, Y, or Z? And it is so fulfilling to know that like, oh, let me just jump in and help this person right here. Like I can choose to not go to dinner this week and give this 50 bucks to this person who needs groceries or whatever it might be. And like, it's so powerful. And to see a community of people coming together that way. So you have done amazing work. And I thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me today. Hey, friends, I know I've already asked that you go help support Simone, but I want to also ask for your help in please leave a review for the show if you love it, because more people are going to find the show and be able to support Simone and people like her that we highlight here if they are encouraged when reading reviews to give something a try. And if you could go either rate the show, all it takes is a split second to tap the stars while you're in the app, or even better, if you could just type up a little something, maybe there's a favorite show um, or a moment that you remember. And just to say what you liked about it would be incredible. And it would really genuinely be so appreciative if you could leave a review in whatever podcast app that you're using. You can also follow or subscribe while you're in there. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this bonus show. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.